sir. Driven Society Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. You're in with another installation of the Driven Society Podcast. And um, first of all, round of applause. Because we survived 2019. 2019. Some people didn't make it out. Exactly. Some people didn't even make it to 2019. We Box. here, we standing, about to blow down the doors for 2020. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. And you know who got the yap in his back pocket? My man, Hassan Insane. There you go. Big clips. Whoop, 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 whoop. Word. We here. Um, <laughs> it was a great year, though. I had an uh, amazing year. Like, um, a lot of, we planted a lot of seeds this year. A lot of great things happening. Um, um, got to expand the community, age of society. Got to do a lot of amazing cultural stuff. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Hassan, I appreciate you. I think this is like the last ride at Red Bull Studios. Word. We ran it up. I appreciate you, brother. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Franz, we're going to go another year. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you're just going to keep this going. Word. Honorable mention to the boy Bollywood Z in the building. You know what, Bollywood, what, I'm you know what I'm saying? Before this podcast is done, you're taking the mic. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to happen. For sure. But it's only fitting for our, uh, our farewell from Red Bull Studios that we have. The good brother. The one and only. John Jackson. <laughs> Yo, I think this is our first part too, right? Um, Priscilla been calling my phone for like the whole week, trying to get on the spot again. All right, so we going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, but this, is our first, this is our first part two. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's my man, though. Travis like, yeah, we've been dubbing him for like, you know, two months now, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, man. Man. I'll get that in post. That's the bro. That's the bro. But yes, my man, John Jackson yeah, is man. in the building. Yes, the uh, senior editor of Red Table Talk. Whew. What's up, y'all? Mm. So it's crazy. I mean, last time you won, I think... It was you were in a whole different space, bro. Like, mm. yeah, I feel like every time I, I come travel with y'all, I'm always either entering a space or I'm in like a totally different headspace. So y'all, my I saw know y'all my people because we can we can build off that regardless. So. Exactly for sure. This is not even gonna be no order with this podcast. I think we should just no. We just gonna talk because we need to catch up with John and figure exactly. out not only what he's been up to, but what is on the cultural zeitgeist for uh, people of intellect and melanin. Absolutely. Melanated intellectuals. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, before even even that, like, yo, what you did, um, I was actually thinking about you today because I'm like, yo, John did something that I wish I had the opportunity to do is when you went to Harvard and you took that year or however to how long it was you and you kinda like I kinda it felt like you kinda just like took a year back, didn't do anything yeah. that was like, you know, um, astronomical with you know your uh with like you know building something anything you took a, w- a year back and just got to reset and got to like you know um um find yourself through education and got to learn different things that you're interested in and i thought that was just like i was thinking like that shit was dope like i wish i could do that um talk to us about that experience i, I think what's crazy is i think one everybody should find how to have their own sabbatical so i mm. I, I don't know if if it has to be what i did um, that's what I wanted. It was something I, I, I had thought about way before I applied to it. And I actually wasted too much time not doing it. So that, that, that's my mm. message to myself is that if I said I was going to do it, I should have just actioned it when I had the idea first and dealt with the consequences either way. Um, mm. but I think that for me, actually it was monumental because I wasn't doing anything. And I think that's the underside of that is when your life shifts, so you do other things in your life. Um, it looks like the silence is somehow put you behind, but 
it was the thing I needed. Like I got to look at myself objectively and be like, wow, okay, um, here's how I feel when I do this. Here is, you know, what I want to explore. And I just had time for myself. And I think as people who make things and do things, as your responsibilities grow, if you don't learn how to keep commitments to yourself, mm-hmm. you're essentially teaching people how how to treat you. Like if you can't keep an appointment with yourself mm-hmm. and say you're going to do something for you, yep. then you make a signal that other people don't have to respect you. And for me, I felt like that was like a major uh, reset for me. And that's why the year, it was really tough because I think a lot of people that I knew I was happy for and they were they were building. And when I first pulled up, I felt like I was losing time. But I realized that you only lose the time you don't use. And I was I was there using mm-hmm. time at like at a high level. And I was really grateful for it. So I got to think about um, things around my heart, around cultural ownership, intellectual property. I just got to read and think. And, you know, I think we all deserve that. And I think it's radical. Like when I talk to my, my homies about this a lot, when we rest or when we take time, it changes everything because you can kind of see the world for what it is. And you're not sort of just at the behest of everything. Like yeah. everything's not urgent. Everything's not super serious. And I think that's important as we get older and, you know, our priorities shift and, people are partnered and people have kids, like your priority set is just different. Mm -hmm. And I think for someone like me who is around a lot of people in that headspace, I have grown to respect the silence in my life and also the periods of time that are unique to me. So that's what that was about. And I, you know, sometimes even now I miss it because I felt a little bit freer because of the space. So now my thing is like, how do I get that space in specific periods? So when I think about next year, I'm like, okay, how do I just have sabbaticals on, on weekends, like once a quarter? And I just like pull out and I just go somewhere mm-hmm. and I just, I take that time. And I think that's accessible to all of us. It's just, you got to plan for it and you got to make it a priority and you got to let nothing get in the middle. That's sure. interesting. So prior to that experience, had education been, had you known that that was your respite or it's just something that you discovered during that? Because I imagine that that wasn't a you know, a light task at all. You know what I'm saying? You're you're in there with a lot of heady individuals, you know, people who are uh, more or less on the same wavelength, you know, accomplishment-wise. So it's, yeah. it's a lot of uh, competitive, you know, energy as well. Well, it's crazy. So my, my fellowship was around sort of media and journalism. And what's interesting is most people came there to rest. It's just ironic hmm. that the way that the, the place that they are resting, is the assumption is that you're not doing it. Hmm. But I felt like because when you're around your peer set, there was no need to compete. Like everybody's there. Like two people in my class had Pulitzers. One girl's from wow. Turkey and she's the, she's the most famous anchor on Turkish television. She had her own show. They shut it down. She just got another show. So wow. it's like those people are who they are. So nobody pulls up and is like, yo, like what's good? Like there's none of that mm. because everyone is who they are, but everyone's still wrestling with who they're going to be. And mm. so also there's a huge age dynamic, right? Like people up there with like, three kids all in college and then there's me. So it, it like it was, it was, it ran the gambit. And I think it gave me a, a, a better vantage point for how you still have to live life regardless of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people take a year there to really kind of choose a project that they want to focus on, but it's only nine months. It's an academic year. Yeah. And like you guys know, time goes fast yeah, and slow. Yeah. And so it was much faster than I thought. And in certain periods, it was much slower than I thought. Right. And I, I think it gave me a much deeper appreciation for how you listen to people because that the first feeling is like, you know, you, you get around people that you don't know and you're like, yo, this person's this, this is so crazy. And then you realize they're regular people. Mm. It doesn't take anything away from them, but they're regular people. Like mm-hmm. the girl that in my class that had a Pulitzer, her name is Esther. 
she did a story in the Associated Press in 2016, which uh, uncovered a maritime slavery trade where uh, people were enslaved and they were making, they were literally um, harvesting shrimp and the shrimp was being sold in the U.S. And she literally freed, based on the work she did with the team, 2,000 slaves on on this boat that was going in and out. Um, But she is an enemy of the state. She cannot go back to, she's from Myanmar. She can't go back home, mm. right? Because she's she's a journalist and she's spoken up against the government. So this girl's like thirty, with Whoa. a Pulitzer, can never go home. Mm. Sneaks in to her home to go see her family. Wow! Right? So that's like that's like day one. Like I got pull up and this that that's this girl just telling her story and I'm like wait what? Right? And she's got a whole, her life is crazy. But the point is, she was still there to learn, right? And so you kind of have to decide that you're going to be that person regardless of who these other people are. Like you got to be like, but I'm me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take any way thing from you, but like we're both here. So let me learn from you while I'm here. And like that has no, that you being who you are, takes nothing away from me. And I think you only get to test your pride in places where you feel like you don't have enough. Mm. Cause then you have to decide, you have to believe you're enough or you just think you aren't. And I think for someone like me, it was, a, it was an ego check mm. more than anything. It was like, yo, this is who I am. And there's a reason I'm here. I'm not here by accident. It wasn't a cosmic mistake. Like I applied, I did my thing. So if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. And I think for me, like, it's crazy because the year has been so wild. I forgot that I ended that this year and then even moved to LA and all this stuff. So for, it, it, it's been a really, it's been like a time warp because that was a different part of life that felt like it happened several years ago. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm ending 2019 in a totally different headspace. Yeah. And I'm just grateful, but it's like I said, it's been really tough because I, I felt like I got dragged across different planes right. of my own existence, and I'm just now getting a chance to reflect on like how many things have happened in between where I was and where I'm at, and I'm grateful for it. But yeah, man, it was, it was definitely definitely challenging, but a great great time. And like I said, I don't I don't think it made me special that I did it. I think the thing that's the only differentiator between me and I think other people is that I am a person who generally is willing to learn at the margins of my own lack of knowledge. So I'll, I'll try to push myself into places I don't have understanding and be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to just be here. Right. I'm going to be a novice here. right? Like If I'm in the studio, it's not my time to talk. I don't know how the equipment works, but I can learn anything. So if I can learn how to do it, then I'm good. And I think that, that is, that's kept me humble and it's kept me a student. And I think it becomes harder to be a student the older we get because people know us for our mastery. Yeah. Like they know y'all for like the events. They know y'all for the cultural communication. They know y'all for your uh, respect across the city, the tri-state um, and the U S. And so if you decide to pivot into something different, uh-huh. it hits you first before it hits anybody else. Cause people assume that you'll just be good other places. Right. Even if the, the, the way you feel good doesn't, res- doesn't look like the way other people interpret the good is happening. Yeah. And I think that for me, I had to kind of take take eat a lot of humble pie this year mm. and be okay with just being a student again and being a novice and and letting that be what it is and not trying to rush that process. I think that's a, a beautiful space to be in. I'm looking forward to when I'm able to like really just like have time to sit back and read and learn to that because you can try to do it in New York. It's possible, but like New York has so many distractions. They call it the Matrix and whatnot. That actually leads me to my next point because. We have conversations, and 
one thing that you exposed me to that uh, made me start thinking about is that because I think we've always been in our 20s and we was always like head first the grind, right? Like this is what we do. For us, it was DS, it's cultural marketing and focusing on, you know, making making yourself known in the city, focusing on building the staple. You're thinking this, you're thinking this, you're thinking this. What you actually, like, put on my radar, had me thinking about is, like, yo, what um, is that there is a possibility for a second act? Like, what does life after this look like? What do you look like? Like, I always say this stuff, like, I, my next chapter, I want to get into film. Like, I really want to focus on film. And I remember my early 20s, I never really thought about, like, okay, What's your second act? Or even being forced to have a second act and what does that look like? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I've never, we never even have these conversations. Okay, what are we doing? What do you want to do in your 30s? What do you want to do in your 40s? Like, you're not the same person. You know what I mean? The stuff that you wanted to do early on in your early 20s, Franz, you're not, you're, in, you're killing podcast production. Now, who's, who saw that shit coming? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and same thing for you, Bali. Like, you know, like, we all different things. Like, and it's a second act that you kind of naturally get exposed to. But for some people, even me, it's difficult. I, I had to, like, what is the next? Like, I didn't even think past that. And you kind of seem to have, like, um, matured in that space um, ahead of others. And what was that transition? Like, what was that process like when you realized, like, okay, I'm about to be known for another thing? I need to kind of, in a sense, lay to rest the stuff I've done in the past, which is, you know, was built me this platform. But now I'm transitioning into this next chapter of my life and I'm doing it in a way publicly, right? Yeah, bro. It's, I mean, it's really challenging. I'll be honest, like this has been the hardest year of my life. And it's been hard for, I think, all the things that have happened to me that appear positive that I might not have asked for. So it's crazy because the highs didn't feel as high as they would have when I was younger. But mm. the lows, I felt the lows a lot more. Mm. And, you know, that, that's part of the game. But I think sometimes people confuse um, the vehicle with the mission. So the thing you're doing right now mm. isn't necessarily the, th the thing you'll always be doing to achieve the mission that's on your life. And I think it can be tough when you've been in the same whip for a really long time, you're comfortable, you know you know how it works, you know the dash, you know how, you know how it works on the open highway in the city, and you know you gotta get out the whip. And faith is like, there's a, there's a better car, but you don't know the space between you getting out the whip and where the car is. Mm -hmm. And that, that, mm. that, that, that delta, that, that space, that's faith. It doesn't require faith to operate a car you know how to use. It requires faith to get out of the car you know how to use and navigate space between the car. And, and here's, here's mm. where it gets crazy. You see other people in cars passing you. Mm. And that's when your ego gets hit. Because mm. you're know you you you're like, I'm better than this person. Or I, I'm, I'm that, I know who I am. People knew me for that. But they're, they're speeding down the highway. And you got to believe that you are somehow still doing what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Even though the steps you're taking, are it's taking you longer to get where they're at. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the marathon. Like, mm -hmm. they're there. And everyone's like, yo, it's crazy. Da, 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 did you see it? And you you start to that that there's a period for me at least where I started, I think, get a little bit resentful. And it wasn't malice. It was just like, why do people keep telling me about stuff when they know the choices I took? And so it's there, like, yo, did you see? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it. That's my man. And they're like, well, why not? And I'm like, you're asking me why I'm not there, but I have to do this. Like, I have to walk this. And if and it, it doesn't need to make sense to you, because it's what I have to do. And what I, what I need for you to do is not try to solve my problems. Mm -hmm. I need you to bear witness to my life. Mm. I need you to be, I don't, like, these are literally, this is between me and God. Like if you are, if you are mm. not a deity, you do not have these answers for me, but you're my man, you, you're my homie. So what I need you to do is just hear me when I tell you I'm in pain. I don't need you to solve it. I just want a space to explicate that, mm. but I still got to walk. And I think 
that walk is painful and it gets harder the older we get because we get more stuck in our ways. And so yep. we get more used to the trappings of whatever success was or just people knowing us for the thing we used to do. Mm-hmm. And then you get hit with a storm or a whirlwind or something, even something good happens and you recalibrate your life. You just got to do things differently. Of course you changed. You got new responsibilities. You got people that depend on you. You got other things that no one knew about and you are bringing forth into the same environment, different energy. And people are like, well, what you, what's that? Well, I, and you're like, yeah, I, I did change drastically, in fact, because I had to. Mm. I had to change. I couldn't, I couldn't stay away. I can't move the same way. I can't, I can't be out with y'all all the time. I can't. It's not that. Right? I come to the city. I see y'all. We, we, we link up if, if we know somebody or I make intentional time. But, like, we're not 22. We don't, we don't always just jump on couches. That's not, that's not the speed. Mm-hmm. And... I think that that transition requires you to not to believe that there's a better than what it is right now and and to understand that you are not in control of how long that takes. You are in control of your perspective while it's happening. Mm. And like that, that has cost me so that, mm. like if I had known that 18 months ago, my year would have been totally different. But my issue this year was a perspective issue. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't the problems. It was like I. I could. I wasn't seeing it from the right vantage point. You know what I'm saying? It's like you either feel. You either. It's two options. You either being planted or you're buried. That has to do with what you feel like's happening, right? Mm-hmm. The dirt's on top of you, but that's how you grow. But if you don't feel like you're growing, if you don't, if you don't see the growth, or you see other people growing differently, if you are not focused internally, mm-hmm. you'll you'll lose your life out here. You mm-hmm. know how it goes in New York. People just pull up. You see somebody, and you try. You want their life. Mm-hmm. You really, really want their life, and you have no context for it, but you're not even looking at what you're planted in. Like, you don't know what type of tree you're going to be. You just upset you. You just upset you not above ground yet. Mm. Right? And it, 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 it may, bro, I'm telling you, like, I have caught myself this year almost making terrible decisions because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to do this. And you're in your head about it. So then you start to tell yourself a story, and you really be, you really be making up an IMAX movie, and you're the only person in the theater. And you can leave the movie. But you, but it's it's so good because you're like I deserve this. So I, so you mess around and you just try to cut corners. You try to you try to get in somebody else's car. You try to take somebody out their car and race their car. And it's not for you. Mm. There's a car made for you, mm. which is your name on it. It's got the custom headrests you always wanted. It's got the it's got the suede interior, right? That the roof comes off the back. Everything you wanted. But it's the it's the space that gets us, bro. It's the it's the time. If I pop at 38, I pop at 38. Mm. I still popped. So how much of that is, because this is, it's really interesting, right? You have to, it's, it's interesting that when you do proclaim yourself to be like, you, you're you confident in your, your walk or whatever, I think then that's kind of where things change for you, right? Because it's like you're resonating at a frequency where, you know, the universe can't deny you. But at the same time, you know, you, you still have to surrender. Yeah. So how much of... What's the formula, your formula for intention versus flow? Yeah. Yeah. So I, so for me, I, uh, I had to rewrite some, for, for a lot of 2019, I thought I was being punished. Like I thought there was something, like the things I was looking at, man, like I, my mom was in and out of urgent care like twice for no reason. Just mid, like literally middle of the day, my brother was like, yo, mom's urgent care. And I'm like, whoop. All right. Well, what? You know, so it's like it it hits different when somebody's sending you an urgent email and somebody's in urgent care. Like that, like this, we're not talking about the same thing anymore. And I'm like, yo, it's 
quiet for that. I got to go. And I'm, I'm across the country now. I'm, I can't even get there. So I'm like hearing about it. And it like, it does, if you've ever been through a situation, you know, it does something to your head because you, you can't be there and you don't, you don't know who's there playing your role. So you like, bro, I, and I had, I had this conversation with myself one day right after I had moved and I was like, yo, what, what is your code right now? Like you cannot control the fact that you're not there. Okay. Also, here's the other hard part. That surrender thing. Here's what it did, right? People like us, especially if you, if you come from the kind of family that I come from, no one has to say it, but there's a part of you somewhere that really, that in, in my life at least, that thought I could save people. There was a little part of me that thought if I just do this thing and I do it well enough, I, I can't save them. I learned that this year. I cannot, I, I can't save people. I can't, not from the, not from these things that just happened to him. I can't. I can, like I, I can be there, but like I'm, I was still there, and people still didn't make it. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you can. You, you, you got like, and it's not even you leaving them there. You can pull up right where they're at, and they will still make a choice that has nothing to do with you. And you, and I've had to eat some of that and be like, ah, man, like, ah, I had to, I had to learn that I was still trying too much to be in control of other people's decisions and so that 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 surrender thing for me was about who am I going to be and then to answer like a series of questions about my code right and so my code turned into questions that I tried to ask myself right so there's Mm. three of them so it was what would I rather die for than betray Mm. how and then what would I give my life over like, would I just be like, you know what? Cool. I'm good. And then how am I going to live and why? Mm. So I invert, so I invert it. Like, how am I going to live since I have life? How mm. am I going to move through the world with what I have? And why am I choosing to do this instead of that? And so I had to build, a, I had to build correct filters before I could set intentions. Cause the problem with the intention is I can be like, yeah, I want this. But if I can't actually explain the why of that, then I will be then I will become irate when I don't get it when I want it. Mm. So if I so so my issue was that I I had a I did not have the correct time horizon for the things I said I wanted. Because you can put anything on your vision board. It's, it's it's like the vision board season right now. You can put anything up on your wall, and I I believe that that you can you can actually speak those things. But here is the caveat: if it happens the way you want it to. It doesn't necessarily require the faith that it does if it doesn't happen on the timeline you want. Because mm. you map it all out. Yeah. Right? And that's the saying, like, God laughs. Right? Because at a certain point, you might not know what you need for where you're trying to go. That is That, that does not say you don't actually need to have it, but it is to say that, like, you have learning to do. Because this year, the things I wanted... I'm not quite sure I would have been a good steward over. Like, so I'll, like, I'm not, I'm not sure I could have managed the kind of stuff I want. I'm like, I want this. I want that. And I look at, you look at my, I look at the discipline I don't have. Right. I would have blown it. Mm. Like I, like the hardest, the hardest part is mm. acknowledging you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Even if that's not where you want to be. Mm. And that like, that sat me down. Cause I was like, Oh man, I said, I gotta, I gotta have, a, I gotta be transparent with myself about what it is I have and what it is I don't have. And, and to acknowledge that, you know, for me was, was the beginning at least of some different freedom 
that that I I hadn't I haven't experienced prior because I, I I'm much clearer on at least the things that don't inspire me. I had this conversation with Trav recently. Like I like achievement no longer moves me. Like I'm interested in like how holistically healthy my life is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like are, like are people in my life or are my are my people okay? Like are are am I how do I feel? Like we were just talking about food, right? Like how like how do I feel when I eat? How do I feel when I move? How do I feel when I show up places? Am I okay? Am I am I good? Am I grounded? Am I rooted? Did I laugh today? Like if I can hit those points, for me, for Jonathan, everything else is a byproduct right now. Like if I can do those things for myself, I'm good. If I can't do those things, I'm I'm there's something going on. I'm I'm not prioritizing the right things for what I need to be good, mm. to to have longevity, to be 80, 90 and laughing with y'all. Cause that's that's what that's what I'm playing for. You know? If I go before then, so be it. But like, let it let it not be for something that was controllable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that for me, I just got a much longer um understanding of what it was that I am trying to do out here and how I'm trying to you know, manage my influence too. Like, I don't, I don't like, I'm really introverted. You guys know that. Like, I don't, I don't like being outside that much. I don't, I don't, and I, I struggle because that was my burden was like the level of influence that I, that I've, that I've been given. I, I haven't always liked the fact that people listen. I've always been like, I'm just trying to be in the house, read, like, I'm not trying to like, and this was one of those years where I was like, you know what? I have to decide that I'm going to do that in spite of my discomfort. Like in spite of the fact that I might not want to say anything, I'm still going to go, right? So my my yes has to be my yes. And my no has to be my no. So mm-hmm. if I say yes to Trav in Bermuda, I got to go to Bermuda. And I got to deliver the highest quality product I can deliver in Bermuda because I gave my yes. If I didn't want to go at that moment when he asked, I could have said no. But I said yes. And so if my word is not my word, then I'm not worthy of trust. I need to be a person worthy of trust. And so like that for me, it was it, it got me back to some basics. Um... You know what I'm saying around like what 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 kind of person I want to be off camera because like it's like I can set intentions but my actions are gonna tell on me so I can tell you exactly what it is but like you just watch my life mm-hmm. I don't need to expose people anymore I don't need to be out here just being you know what I'm saying TMZ and people like this but their actions are gonna tell me who they are Facts. very quickly it's not that hard yeah I tell them myself before anybody else does. Yeah, say much. You I'm saying I'm number. I'm. We all be snitching on ourselves. You say you want this, you did that. It's incongruent, man. It sounds like it's you know it's interesting, man. I I've also been on a a, a growth path, um, of late. Well, it's a perpetual thing, but you know, I really feel like the last two years, you know, what I'm saying has has been like some really great growth and and embracing of pain and all that cool stuff right absolutely for you franz you had to change your perspective because i I actually wanted to jump in and actually say that i I could say the same for you like i've seen a shift in you in the last six to eight months where you um i think you just changed your perfect perspective before you physically saw the change and then it evolved to the actual just you know as a testament to um you know what you've been saying john and trav like like my life you know it's interesting man like you you could a lot of the places that you end up you're there by your own design right mm-hmm. and it's only when you take responsibility 
for that because you can't you can't have the life you didn't plan for. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But then also there's like another layer to that. And it's not an external layer. It's like an internal layer. Like you were saying, it's like a jawbreaker and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me, just even hearing you talk, it reminds me of um, this book that Trav put me onto. I think it might have been last year called Way of the Superior Man. And part of it, you know, I mean, it talks about polarity and masculine and feminine energies and stuff. But one one part that always stuck out to me that you kind of alluded to just now, um, unbeknownst to you, is living at your edge, right? You said when you put yourself in uncomfortable positions, right, that you can, you you can, it's not even just about feeling alive, but testing yourself daily, you know, so you could get your reps up and grow, you know? But for all, but to circle back for me, man, like, I really felt like a, a, a lot of my growth happened when I didn't deny myself in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, like you mm-hmm. don't get something and you're like, well, you you might you might say shit to yourself like, well, damn, I didn't get it, so maybe I'm not prepared for it. Mm. But then that talk, that self talk, you know, was not healthy. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, like when you start to look around at, at things that you're able to, like your minor accomplishments, and not no mm-hmm. cocky shit. But then you you get the knife or something, and then you start like, how, like, mm. how did X beat me out for like? Mm-hmm. Why not me? I'm the shit. Like it's no. And as soon as as soon as I I, I started to um you know embrace myself and my wherewithal or whatever, the universe complied. You know what I'm saying? It's, it 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 just it it literally even even I I had a I had a moment where I fell back a little bit and Trav called me. We had a we had a whole <laughs> conversation for like an hour and a half. He's like, "Yo, your energy's just a little bit off." I'm just telling you. I mean. God speaks to Trav directly, not right. to me. God speaks to me through Travis. All right, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Trav out here coaching. So, yeah, he's like, yo. <laughs> and then, like, you know, so I'm like, you know what? You're right. I, you know what I'm saying? You're right, bro. Let me get in. That set off a chain reaction of. Yeah, you went off after a, a, a crate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I, I concur to your point, man, that, um, you know, it's, it's all about being honest about where you'd like to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and but showing, ext- not even regular gratitude. Whew, talk to him, from showing extreme yeah. gratitude. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah, it's a fact. I've I've had things where like, yo, I can't. People would be like, yo, oh, you don't pull up, like, bro. I spent my last on my bills, and I'm just happy that I got the bread for that. Uh-huh. I I chill in the crib. Uh-huh. My shit is uh-huh. paid off. I'm Gucci. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that gratefulness. Leads you to another bag that yep. you ain't think you was, you know what I'm saying? Yep, like, yep. it's it, 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 it gets deep, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. It's a, bro, like, I, I, I realize that I think gratitude is like, it's a, it's a spiritual practice, mm-hmm. but it's also a tactical advantage. Like, if, if you practice it, because it's not gratitude unless it costs you something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it, you, to be great, like, I, this year I've had to really figure out how to be gracious about things that I don't understand. Right. Things that it's literally above me now. Mm. And that's when the gratitude was, was meaningful when I was like, okay, how, how do I do it? Cause if you can, you gotta, at a certain point you gotta ask how, like you looking at, you looking in the dark, like how can I be, how can I be grateful for something that, that feels this heinous, that feels like this, that things like this should not happen. So you gotta, you gotta go search. You gotta go find where it is. And I think that that, it just it, it 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 helps. It's like a um, it's like Watkins for your heart. Like it's like a balm mm-hmm. when you can do that. You have like those trash days, and you're like, you know what? 
here's how I'm going to give it up. And I feel you on that, man. And it, it's for me, like you, ha you have to have those spaces where you feel like you're able to do that and you're able to be, you know, it was really trash, but like, you know, I'm grateful I'm here, man. I'm grateful I have a place like there's food, there's things I'm able to do. I have people around me that love me. I have people that go to bat for me. I have people I can call. Mm. I have people in my life that, uh, that respect me enough to hold me accountable. Mm. That, that won't, that won't let me fall off. That won't let me disappear and just kind of be less and will actually push me. But yo, man, you, you falling off a little bit. And I, I don't like that because I know who you can be. And I know, I know what you said you want to do last year and you in the same place. And yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to leave you there. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Do you know the, the level of awareness that you have to have to be able to even take that chastisement from a loved one? You know what I mean? And it's, ego in check. And ego in check. Cause I'm not going front, man. Like, I'll be pretending this humble shit sometime, but I'm a... I'm a I'm an arrogant bastard. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we know. Play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Trav, you, you have to put a hundred on it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Putting a hundred on ten and shit. <laughs> but yeah, but like you know, it, it it takes it takes a lot of like self awareness to be able to like, all right, yeah, I am fucking up. Right. You know, in that space before you even got the call for red table, like. What space were you in? Were you in a um a, a grateful space? Were you in a space where you were telling the God universe, I, I'm looking for opportunities and it just seemed to like that seemed just to align so perfectly. And to me it was just a, a great space for you because I just know the value you have and I know what you really want to do for the community and culture and it seemed like it aligned. Explain how that um um how that transition happened and were you open to it? Yeah, it was a it was a prior relationship I had, had with the with the um with the woman I report to and we we had stayed in touch when I was at at Harvard. I felt like to be honest with y'all, like I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I it is not something I expected. It wasn't something I would had like put up there. Mm. Um It wasn't even something you was you wasn't trying to you nah, think about. It, wow. it literally happened where like there was a, like a job popped out. I got a text about it and I was like, I'd be interested. And that's kinda how it started. Like I wasn't wow. I'll be really honest with you. I was content to kind of be in the crib in Boston, pop back and forth to New York, see y'all, wow. read books. Like I, I was, I was in a very real lawyer. Like I felt like I was living my best life. Wow. Like I, didn't I felt know like I was, I was, I was enjoying myself. I'm really, I'm really, really like an inside homebody. Let me write, let me read books, let me commune, let me pull up on people and celebrate them. That's like who I am in my, that's like a very quiet version of me. Like I pop out, but I'm, I'm really in the, in the crib, like mm -hmm. really. And it was really hard for me to come back outside. Like it was really tough because I had found a version of myself that I could take care of mm. during that quiet time. Like I, I was like loving myself really well. I was taking care of myself. I had routines. It was it was the healthiest I had felt probably in my twenties. And so to have a mm. transition that, that, that aggressive transition again like that did throw me for a loop. And it, it has. It's definitely had some. Um, it's been it's been triggering in some respects because there's been so many things going on in my personal life, and so it, it it's made my career I won't say um, less important, but it, it I I don't derive meaning from it any mm -hmm. longer. Like I don't mm -hmm. I don't I don't pull up to places, and I have it I have an interest in people make making sure people know that I'm here. Right. Uh, and I think that that can be counterintuitive for someone like me who people know before I might show up sometimes. I'd be like, yo, this is da 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 da. And that, that still is like very, it's very, it's humbling in some respects, but it's also just very weird. Mm -hmm. Cause like my friends don't, like the people who I'm close to never do that to me. They just, they just like, how are you doing? They don't care. 
like they don't like my friends and my friends because they put they crack on me. They don't care. They don't care if I was here or or you know UPS. Like it's it's I'm Jonathan. Sure. So I I don't I don't think I was ready for this level that I'm I'm playing at right now. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Like it's humbled me. Like there have been some things that I I was not prepared for. The air is different. Wow. And I've had to just I've just there's some things I really sucked at. Wow. And not done well. And had to kind of go back to the drawing board, apologize, take feedback. Like, I'm a novice in mm. some respects. And I, that's where I'm at. And I don't, I have no problem acknowledging it, admitting it, because I just feel like for anybody who's going to take that lift, like, it, it's a process. Anybody who's restarted, you know, it's, it, it, it's crazy because I, it's the kind of game I wish I wish I had gotten earlier. Oh, man. You that's know, I think right. about, like, us – at this stage and like what we want to do for the culture and who we're going to be and like how we give back and like legacy, legacy, legacy. And I really feel like that legacy piece is about not lying to these kids out here about how often you might have to do a reset. Mm -hmm. Like if you were, if we're going to be those big homies, those people, those people that pull up in their neighborhoods and be like, yo man, I really respect how you move. Like tell the truth, Mm -hmm. tell the truth, tell the truth, be honest. Be honest about what happened, like, when you met the woman you loved and you changed your life. Mm. You want to be a big homie? Talk about that. Talk about what love did to you. Whew. Talk about it. You a big homie. You, you that guy. That's real. They know you. They know you everywhere. Cool. They should know you for your heart. Because you, you love this person. Y'all going to do life together. That's, that's, what's more thorough than that? Yep. Like, I'm, I, I, to help me understand. That's 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 the realest thing I've ever seen. My, my homies, my homies. When I go to weddings, bro, that's 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 the most thug out thing ever. People just love each other in person and not afraid of it. That's crazy. In front John of their man, Jackson's not hiding any booze in 2020, dog. <laughs> I can't no, because I'm, I'm, no, I'm keeping a stack with you, right? I wrote that. I sent that list of things. The hardest thing for me to re, to, to realize, I was I was never taught how to receive love. I was taught how to give it. Hmm. And so I had to, I learned that the thing that was keeping me from the love I wanted was that I'm not a good receiver. So I was making mm-hmm. it super hard for people for no reason. I'm penalizing people who just want to be there for me. You cannot have a substantive relationship if you refuse to learn how to receive. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it. I, 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 you have to let people or, or show them or create space for people to, th- to learn who you are. If they violate that trust, okay, but don't. Don't assume they're going to do it because someone else did it. That's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. And you're playing yourself. Man, but, it, all right, so that's interesting, right? But, because uh, you still have to be aware. Like, you can't be, you know what of I'm course. saying? Of course. So, so uh, caveat, have boundaries. Have things. Have boundaries. I'm, I am not saying don't protect yourself. Be aware. What I am saying is a lot of us pretend like our insecurities are boundaries. Mm-hmm. And we just never, we're never open about our insecurities. Mm. So we never tell the person who could be a person, hey, this is something I've dealt with. This thing happened to me. It's got nothing to do with you. But sometimes this thing happens and I'm working through it. We don't even give, like, let me speak for me. Jonathan never gave people that context. So someone would happen, there'd be like a switch. And they'd be like, yo, are you, why are you wilding? Like what? And I didn't have the courage to be like, this thing happened that still affects me today. I am sorry. You did not deserve that. That has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. This is work. I this is this is work I'm dealing with, and it's very hard for me, and I'm really bad at it. Right? That's the ego. You got to silence it and be like, I I I might need your help in communicating this. Mm. It's not it's not your work to do. I'm doing that work, but I I I I need your help because I really care about it. Like it's it's like that 
is the kind of game that deserves to be given. Like, like I, that, that's, that's my whole thing now is like, I don't want to come out. I told Travis, when the child hit me about Bermuda, I was like, yo, look, I'm not coming there to talk about my career. I'm not coming to talk about how successful I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming to talk about anything that does not have to do with how I have managed my own, managed and mismanaged myself. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about my personal mismanagement because that would be the most helpful thing. No, we don't. In, in, inspiration, I, like I said this, I'll say this on, on air because you guys were there. Inspiration is like a banana. When you get a banana or fruit and you just watch it, it rots in your house. You have to eat it. Every banana is fresh until it's not. Yep. That's just inspiration. If you, can, if you do not action it, it will rot. Hell yeah. It will start smelling. It, it will go from fresh to bad in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's in your house. You bought it. Mm. You said you wanted it. And then you let it rot. And that's what happens. A lot of it, a lot of it's not actionable because you didn't go there. You didn't, you didn't like, but you can do anything with a banana. You can eat it. You can put it in a smoothie. You can put it in a salad. But if you never peel it, what are we doing? You just bought it to be ornamental fruit. Yep. You should have just gotten a fake banana from Marshall's and hung it. <laughs> Why eat it? If we're just going to watch people be inspirational and we never going to eat. But mm. then that begs the question, who's feeding us? Because some of this isn't to be eaten. Mm. Some of that people be giving you bad game and you act like it, you, it, you eat it. It's silicone. That's not fruit. Man. We know what fruit tastes like. You know, you know the smell of fruit. You know, you know, you know when it's ripe. Mm-hmm. That's all work. They just repackaged it and sold it to you. And you were so excited that they gave it to you. You didn't look in the bag. You let someone else bag your groceries and then tell you to eat it. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be that big homie. That's not, that's not my job out here. I'm not going to be fugazi. Man, that's my code. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Cause they they listen to us. People care about what we say. Right. So I gotta watch what I say. I gotta watch how I move. Mm-hmm. Cause I I didn't know these things. They, the things we did did not come with a manual. Everybody in this room had to literally take L's to figure out what was right. Whew. Everybody. And some of those L's are serious, and came with some things. Hell yeah. That we don't have to talk about on air, but they came with some things. And so my thing is like, if 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 we know that and we want to be stand-up people, then we gotta stand in front of that. If 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 in 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 the sphere that we operate, that's that's how I move. In the sphere I operate, in the space I play, that's my requirement of myself. That's my code. I I, I gotta be able to sleep at night. Yeah. I gotta close my eyes. I, I and and if I can't do it, I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So that that to me, that's 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 the other part of the trust thing. It was like, how do I make sure I'm 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 good with that? And I'm honest and I'm honest about, you know, where my shortcomings may have been and 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 how I how I'm how I'm moving forward. Is that like the number one thing like to this transition? Um, what is the one thing that maybe would surprise you that you learned about yourself? Yeah, I didn't uh I had a big problem with trust. And it had less to do with Anything I've been through recently had more to do with, I think, a younger Jonathan that had never had the space to kind of like articulate like why I, why I got hurt when I was real little. Like I just looked at like some things in my life that were really that were happening to me. I was super young, mm. and how often like you just you just learn how to move forward, you learn how to deal with things, you learn how to manage stuff, and that's cool. But that like inner child, that younger version of you, 
needs needs space. It needs love. It, it's like it's like a, it's it's literally like a toddler. You got to treat it well. And a lot of us didn't get a chance to do that. And so we're dealing with the wounds of a younger version of ourselves as an adult. And so a lot of the things that bother me aren't uh, the fact that they bother me as Jonathan. They bother me as like six year old Jonathan. Mm-hmm who never got a chance to articulate certain things. And I think I just, I, I came in contact with this younger version of myself during this transition. I was like, wow, I have not been being kind to this version of myself through this transition. I expected him to just be okay with stuff and he's not. And I got to figure out like how to, how to nurture that. So I think that inner child thing was big for me. And I mean, I've been in, I've been in therapy since uh, for a grip, but you know, when I was in Boston, I, I got a new therapist and that was a lot of the work was just, really sitting there and being articulating like where, where I felt like I was and where I felt like I wasn't and why I felt like I had to be somewhere different. And like these versions of myself that were built to protect that younger version of me, mm. you know what I'm saying? And like really getting through down to the wire of like, wh- where does that come from? And like, why, why, why was it more important that I be known as a survivor than anything else? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why was it so big that I would like be a person who survived something as opposed to just a person who's out here? Like that can't be the only part of my identity forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's not enough. Just forever. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm only, I, I, I'm much more than that. So that means you got like some things you got to let go of. And, you know, that's the work and it's, it's tough, but it's, it's brought me to a place where I at least can articulate why it was so hard. And I can at least, um, you know, I, I feel like what, what it did do for me was it gave me more um, platonic intimacy with mm. friends it like you know what i'm saying i talk to trav weekly i talk to i talk to cj i talk to my homie keenan like i have a better relationship with people because my pride is not as involved as it was previously mm. and i didn't realize how involved my pride was until i realized how hurt i was mm-hmm. so i couldn't see it until i until i spent time with myself because if I hadn't, I would have just assumed I was fine. I would have been, oh, no, everything's straight, everything good. But I, I needed, like you said, I needed, I needed to be at that edge to really feel everything that, that, that comes with that edge. And to be like, you know what? Like, I am still worth the energy I'm putting into myself. Yep. No matter how I look, no matter what's happening in my career, like, I'm still worth the energy because I'm not done yet. And it's like, I feel like there were times where I wanted to give up on myself this year because I was like, Bro, it's just like, why are we out here like this? We're looking crazy. Like, this is ridiculous. But like, get get it together. And it wasn't that I had it, I needed to fall apart before I like the the vert, like I shouldn't be together. Like I should actually break apart. And I needed to I needed to rebuild, but not with the same pieces. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like I needed, and that that shattering is difficult because again, nobody tells you that it it comes with that new learning. Like you get cracked and you're like, wow. That part, actually, that's not coming with me. Is it at a point now where I feel like, and I don't want to talk too hard because, you know, God laughs. Right. Right. But is is it at a point for you where you you almost expect these things so it washes over you in a different way? Like for me, it's kind of like I, I anticipate growth now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if something is uncomfortable, I'm like, all right. You're embracing that. That's what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, embracing I, that? In 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 terms of in terms of the sensation, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can't good. your your animal your animal instinct will like you know make you feel a way. Mm-hmm. But now when I get that feeling like I just know like all right. Uncomfortable yeah. place. Yeah. 
I, some type of. I mean, I think if if I'm being super honest, I wasn't I wasn't used to the. Every level comes with a different level of discomfort. So I was used to sure. one level of discomfort mm-hmm. that was comfortable. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm growing. I'm doing like I was just the entrepreneurial version where you're like, I'm going through it. Da, 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 da. We're all in that together. It's a different thing when it's like personal life discomfort. That is actually the fuel you use to power your other endeavors. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, I actually, if I'm being honest, was, was spending more time trying to be safe because I didn't I didn't want that kind of discomfort. Right, it's about control. I wanted to control the like entrepreneurially, cool, take L's, bounce back. Personally, nah, can't have that. Mm. And so that was that was the shift. Was like, oh, I got to do this work because if I don't do this work, none of it, I won't be around for this work. Right. Like I'll 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 be here, but mentally, I just I won't be able to sustain it if I'm not good with who I am. And it, it, like to me, that that's the question of when people talk about freedom. I'm like, what kind? Mm. Like we say words a lot, but there's never context. Like what kind of freedom are you trying to get? Mm. Like what kind of freedom, what, what do you mean when you're like free? And cause I think that when you do that work to define that, if you're an artist, anyone like that, it means different things at different seasons, depending on where you were at and, and what you're trying to do. And that to me is like a, a different learning that I did not encounter before uh, this year. And I didn't. I didn't get up close. I got up close to it this year. I really. I was really like right there, with 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 the fact that I, I I didn't have a. I had a fantasy of what that was. I didn't. It wasn't rooted in anything real. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then this will happen, and then this will be cool. I couldn't. I wasn't planning. I wasn't like, oh, actually, this thing may require this amount of work, and I might I might be in this process for a disquieting amount of time. Am I worth it? Because that's really that's really the, the, the base question. Is like, it's not that you left yourself; it's that you're moving through that process. And like, who do you? How do you cultivate trust in your life so you can tell people you're in a process? Because that's the reality. Is like when you're in a process. Like I think sometimes, especially as men, we like retreat. We're like, oh nah, like I gotta be like here. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be low. Yeah, I gotta be low. Like, I'm, I'm, ugly, I'm in the crib. Yeah, I, mean, I gotta get ugly. <laughs> you know I'm in album mode. You know the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Five beats a day, three summers. Like we here, and it's just like, yo, man, like explicating your your what you're going through is not weakness. Mm. It's not. It's also not being negative. It's being human. Like mm. if, if you ask me how I'm doing, and I tell you I'm in pain, I'm in pain. Mm. The idea that we can just go through it and not and not deal with it, we de- we do deal with it. You just gotta decide where you want it to come out. Right. So what's healthier? Being like, actually, man, this this what happened. Do you have do you have time to do you have time to rap? Let's go get some coffee. Right. Or just being in your mind in that movie theater by yourself, watching the same loop over and over, deciding it's true. We have options. But we just like we gotta go first. This is what I mean. Like that's that's to me that's big homie talk. Like, hey, my friends, I talk to them about how I feel. Because it's important. Because I'm a human being. And I wanna have emotional literacy. Mm. I wanna be able to use words that mean things so they can actually help they can understand where I'm at. And I wanna learn that in, I wanna learn that literacy. So like therapy helped me learn that. And like being in community, right? And like meditating. Right. And like paying attention to what Kenji's talking about and like just understanding that, like, I can go get the information I need just like I could go build the business. I ever, I never thought I could mm. like we, that same energy. 
I'm just trying to make sure we apply it to ourselves. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, if you can build a business, you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't have to sacrifice the world. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive. Like, I don't think, I don't think you get to be like this, like, we want to be moguls, but you can be a mogul and out of your mind. So how are you even enjoying the work yep. if you're not there? You're not even present for yourself, but you just out here. You got it. So you got it. You got to maintain that story, but you hate the quality of your life, which you, you, you do have control over how you move through. Mm-hmm. And, and that to me is like a conversation that I'm, I'm, I, that's why I told Chav, like I'm much more, I've just seen it go left and people I really care about this year. And I, I, it's, it's just, I know, I know, I know, I know people's big homies out here and a lot of them called my phone this year and they were going through a lot of different things. And the, the, the consistent through line was that they felt like they, they're about to go through a transition and it's terrifying because everyone knows them for the thing that they're known for, right. but they know that there's something else they need to go do. Mm-hmm. And they're going, and they, they didn't need me to solve the problem. They just needed me to listen. Mm. Damn. It's not even that they're afraid of the change. They're just afraid to see, afraid people. for other people to see the change. Yeah. Exactly. How? Because how, that's what that's that's the that's question. Like, how does your team show up when you're like, actually, I'm not in it today. I'm not in it today. It. And like, hey, you guys, like, this is why succession plans are so important. Mm. Right? Because it's not always going to be you. It's not. Something might happen. There, there will be other variables that require. But I cannot actually. I can no longer move in this way because of these things. I am choosing these things. And like, how do you plan for that? And how can you, how can you build the, the, the emotional stability, maturity and communication required to, to have a really tough conversation, but a necessary one. So people are able to grieve for the, for, for, for what, what was, mm-hmm. but also look to the future for what is like, how can you, that's, that's leadership. How do you manage through that type of change? And like we all deserve that. We all deserve to restart. We all, we all like we deserve that. That's normal. We we should have that. But we feel trapped because but who else is gonna do it? Who you choose from your organization? Mm-hmm. Were you were you grooming people? Were you promoting them? I don't know if who's the right question. If if you're the only person that can do it, I'm not sure your business has the processes required. Mm-hmm. Caveat there, I mean, assuming there's high skilled stuff and things that are like your your role, but if it's like right. all of it's on you, that might be more about like what you think you need to represent, which is different than what you should be building. And that that question is a heavy one, and and we need space to explore it. But it's more about personal than it is anything else because it's like what you think you need to show up as as opposed to what you should be showing up as. Because if you can show up as yourself, you can look, you can look anything in the face. You mean, I don't know the answer, but I'm going to find out. Or like, that's actually not for me. Mm. I'm good. Mm. Mm. You guys have turned down stuff this year. I said, hey, I appreciate the look. This person's a better fit though. Mm. Y'all, y'all, y'all learned how to say no much earlier. That's, that's why you're still out here. Because you weren't doing everything. Not every brand was like, yeah, come pull up, run it up. Can't be that. 100%. Man. There you have it. John Jack. Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yo, man, John's talk in Bermuda was so damn good, yo. I don't have people come up to me and be like, yo, like, this guy. I think people came up in, like, tears, actually, after this shit. Like, yo, he really touched me, man. So, yo, it's always a blessing. We're always incredibly grateful to uh, share this space with you, bro, and have you come on the podcast and just speak your truth. You know, our doors are always open, man. Appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Before, before we depart, I'm not going to ask you what drives you. Yeah. Because yeah. we already asked you. Bali, get on the mic real quick. You know what I'm saying? Gangster Bell. Um, but I do need a, a sound bite for 2020. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we could inspire the people them after January 1st. So Cool. Let me, I, I'm, I'm doing something different this year. I'll just give y'all questions that I'm asking myself mm-hmm. for 2020 in a decade. Like, instead of like statements, like questions I'm trying to ask myself mm-hmm. that um, I'm trying to like move through life with. So, one of them is about legacy. So, the question is, do I need to be remembered as the person who did this? Or am I okay being the person who planted this? Mm. A different way to ask this question is, am I okay planting the seed for the tree under the shade of which I may never sit? Mm. Mm. Am I okay? So that's a question I'm working on. Um, another thing, another question is, if nothing in my life ever changed... Like if this was if this was the if this was the last day of anything changing, right. how would I find joy for the rest of my life? Things are straight, but if nothing changed, mm-hmm. how would I find joy? What would it look like? Where would it come from? How would I make sure I had it so I could keep going? And then the third one is if I got everything I desired, what would change about me as a person? If I got everything that I said I wanted and did it, what would, what would change? The reverse of that is how malleable am I to my own desires? Cause that comes back to the code. Like would I switch my code for the thing that I want? And what does that mean about who I say I am? So those are three questions that I'm asking around like the decisions that I make, not just next year, but like, 2023, 2024, and like the kinds of things that might, I might be faced with and like the kinds of stuff that look good, but I might need to say no to because it does not align. Mm. And so for me, the questions are much more powerful because they, 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 they force me to pause in a, in a, in a world and, and that everything's moving. And you're like, actually, I gotta take a step back and really think about, should I be doing that? So that, that's, 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 that's how I'm entering 2020 is just trying to be, trying to find frameworks and, and, and things I can filter um, opportunities through and questions help me be like, ah, okay, how does this line up? Question Do you do stuff? Um, I know we gotta get out of here, some but do you do stuff that, um, that you may not have the capacity to put your intention in, but you can get it done by handing it off or whatnot? Do you still, if you can't put your intention in it, do you still put your, 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 your um, do you still do it, or is it, everything has to be? Yeah, so I mean, I think I think it's twofold. I think every every person should have hobbies. So there are things that I do just to do it because they it relaxes me. I find it restful. So that's less about intention, but the intention is to enjoy it. So I'd say most things. Yeah, I'm not perfect with intention, but we all have it, whether we name it or not, is the question. Whether like I'm, we're all doing stuff because we want something out of it. Um, but I think there are things that I I. I'm trying to become more disciplined to to reach the state you're talking about, which is that I'm able to filter things and be like, I don't have energy for that. Mm. That's a good thing. I do not have energy for. 
So my, my new thing now is like, do I have like, again, a system to pass things off to be like, I'm not the right person, but like Trav might, Trav might be able to be helpful. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, front for, um, I podcast is not my thing, but like Frost, my guy, he'll get you straight. Like, like those are the things that I might want to do, but that's the other thing that not everything's for me. Cause if I can't do it that well, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, I'm not pulling up with, with, with the right energy. I'm like, that's, I don't buy my, my People I love could do something really good with that. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to be the, the, the chieftain of every opportunity. That's not. That's. Not, I. Yep. I don't bring my best work to that. Yep. I don't want to be. I've been spread too thin. I was younger me. Were we doing everything, juggling all the balls? Like some balls in life are glass. So you can't drop that family ball. I cannot drop. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. glass. These other joints are rubber. I, I can get back to that. Mm-hmm. But that's the intention thing. Is like deciding which balls for me that the illusion's easier because like. It's never gonna. It's never gonna bounce back. Yep. So. You said it, Bollywood, my man, my brother. Wrapping up a great year. I heard that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Bali, real quick, man. Talk about like you know your father. You know what I mean? Talk about fatherhood. Your year, yeah, bro. Talk about yeah. it. Man. Let's talk about um, your year fatherhood. But what what what's, what inspires you now? Um, inspires me the most every That's day weird, by is. The way. is um, his legacy. What am I going to leave behind? Mm. We were talking about it earlier. I'm not really motivated no more by like the little things, the material things. Now I want to be known. I want to be remembered 300 years from now. And this year I took a year off because, you know, my wife got pregnant out of nowhere. Right. I had to like, life just hit me really <laughs> hard. You don't know what, what it's like until you're there, right? Mm-hmm. But I was down. You go through depression. You go through a lot of emotions. And... Now I realized everyone has it in them. You got to dig deep, all right? I'm going to end off like this. You dig deep. I took a year off. You relax. But now you must rise like the phoenix that you fucking are. You rise from the ashes and you become fucking great. That's how you start this year off. And I'm so proud of my brothers, man. I can't believe y'all been here for this long in Red Bull Studio. But now we're about to go and take it up a whole other level. Appreciate Where are we going? You. We don't know. But you rise like the phoenix. There you go. That you are. Bobby, yo, you need a motivation for this show. <laughs> Anything <laughs> yeah, I want, that's a fa- I'm going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Facts, Word, bro. Yo. yo, but um, not even like we always say at this time, I want to wish everybody a happy, prosperous new year. Yep. You are yes, the person you've been waiting for. Everything that you need, you've been equipped with because God blessed you from it from the start. <laughs> yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? Thank God for all your blessings. Thank God for your bills because... If you have bills, that means you eating good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. A lot of people don't have bills and mm, they're not nice. eating at all. Gratitude is key. You know what I'm saying? It's a must. Word. So, like we always say at this time, stay driven, y'all. You're ready. Let's get it. Stay driven. <laughs>